The Rundown with Luke Lipinski. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. All right, Luke Lipinski, back here with you. The Territorial Cup is coming up in three days. It is weird because it doesn't feel like it's coming up in three days because ASU's only played two games. But we're joined now on the Coulter Automotive Group Sports Line by former Sun Devil defensive back. You can hear him on the uh, the broadcast now. Jordan Simone is uh, joining us. Jordan, thanks for the time, man. How you doing? Luke, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while. Happy to be here with yeah, you. It, it has. I got to say, I was driving. I was actually one of the like 15 people at the game the other night covering it, and I was driving home, and I heard you and Jeff Munn doing the postgame, and you were being extremely optimistic for it being a loss, and yet, honestly, I, I kind of agree with most of what you were saying. I feel like this team, is, it, they're just not going to have the time to reach their potential this season. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it is unfortunate, man. And, it, you know, I think, you know, everyone's been saying, you know, you kind of scratch this season, you know, it's, it's, it's a preseason for them. Um, you know, the first, you know, game against USC, obviously they dominated that for, for 55 minutes of it before, um, you know, USC made that crazy comeback and had a couple of lucky bounces go their way. Um, and nobody seems to talk about the onside kick during that game. I know this is a while ago, but, but people don't forget um, and I'm one of those people, man, where the ball was never controlled by anybody. And if it was controlled by someone, it was Merlin Robertson having the ball with his knee down. There's literally a picture of it. You can search it. But um, so I'm not over that one yet. And then the UCLA game, you know, they took three weeks off and they, they still made a hell of an effort. They came back um, from being down. And in the first half, um, I, I think you saw the team that, that the rust, you know, that, that, you know, they hadn't played in a while. And then in the second half they came out and that's the real ASU football team. That's the team, the ground and pound out physical you um, defensively stopping the run. I was really impressed with how they came out in the second half. Jaden looked like he was more confident. And then the game plan from Zach Hill was, was really impressive. So I, I, I just think this team hasn't even scratched the surface. Luckily, everybody gets a, uh, it doesn't hit them in their eligibility, so they'll all be back, hopefully. Yeah, that's what I, was, I wanted to ask you that. I mean, as far as a player on this team, I mean, I, I think most people's first thought goes to a guy like Jaden Daniels because, you know, how long is he going to be ASU's quarterback? Does he want to move on to the next level? If that's the case, this is kind of just a lost season for the program. They, they end up burning a year of Jaden Daniels if it plays out that way. But, you know, what does it do for a guy like that? And then also, does it have any sort of negative impact on recruiting? It's not the Sun Devils' fault, but, I mean, it's, this is just kind of something everybody's dealing with, but it's hit them harder than a lot of teams. Yeah, you know, for, for a guy like Jaden, I think experience is only going to help him. So he, he's not going to leave, uh, you know, this year, obviously. I, I don't think he'll leave next year, um, but it could be after that. You know, everyone always said he could be a three-year guy, but it's just more r- room for him to develop and more time for him to be with Zach Hill, who's a true quarterback's coach um, and, and an offensive coordinator that he can learn a lot from. And not to mention that he's got a lot of young receivers and running backs around him. I mean, if you watch that UCLA game, you, you walked out of there going, holy cow, Chip Trainum could be a three-and-done guy. He could be to the league uh, as a junior. I mean, he's that special. He's as good of a running back as I've seen in a long time come out of ASU. And, and that's saying a lot because there's been some damn good running backs to come out of ASU in the, in the past, you know, five, six years. Um, you know, three of them still playing in the NFL. So um, there's a, obviously a lot of young talent with, with Johnny Wilson, LV Bunkley-Shelton. Um, you know, go down the list. Uh, I mean, there's guys that aren't even playing yet. So they have a lot of talent. I don't expect Jaden to, to leave, you know, anytime soon, but I do expect him to have a lot of success. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But, you know, just more time for these guys to, to you know, play together, 
they're only going to be better at the end of the day. I, I completely agree with you on training, by the way. I mean, it's only been two games. I know he was he's highly – he, he looks like he's unstoppable half the time. Um <laughs> you talk about the you know what the identity of this team would have been, and maybe we won't know. I mean, I guess they have at least one more game. They should have a fourth game, right, in a week. We just don't know where it's going to be. But what do you think the identity of this team was going to be this season, and do you think that carries over now to next year? You know, I think this is the first year that, that we can finally say that Herm has, you know, he's, he's recruited, he's got his guys, and you're really seeing what they recruited for. They wanted to dominate at the line of scrimmage, and they wanted to run the ball. They wanted to just pound the rock um, because Herm always believes that a, a, defense, a good defense and a run game travels. They have that now. I really believe that they do. We just haven't been able to see it. We haven't been able to see them get comfortable um, and, and really, you know, practice, uh, you know, or play against opponents that, that would test them. Um, we've only seen them play twice. I, I've walked out of both those games going, man, if this team plays all four quarters, they'll be unstoppable. I mean, there's not another team in the Pac-12 that I've watched that I go, man, they, they really can put it together and be, and be really good. I mean, Oregon's looked bad at times. UCLA didn't look good. Colorado dominated U of A last week, but, you know, they've, they've had some shaky starts uh, or some, you know, different, different uh, things go wrong their way, even though they're undefeated. But, um, I really looked at ASU and like after watching their games, I'm like, this team could be so good. Um, they just all have to stay together. And, and, uh, you know, here's the thing. They, they, yes, they lost two games. Did they look good? Yes. They still lost. So you look at this and go, all right, it's kind of a preseason. Not this week, not, not against U of A this week. It's a championship week and in your preparation, you should be preparing for a championship because if you got anything, you better have that damn Territorial Cup because that means more to, than anything to anybody in this state right now, including those players. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That's where I was going next. We're talking to Jordan Simone on the Culture Automotive Group Sports Line, and it is in such a strange year, and it's only the third game for ASU, so it almost feels like with all the Cardinal stuff and the Sun stuff, the Territorial Cup, being on a Friday and everything too, kind of getting lost in the shuffle a little bit, but I imagine as a player or a coach or whatever – like you just said, this is this literally is your Super Bowl this year because this is the biggest game you have left. Oh yeah, this is all that matters this this year now. I mean, U of A is undefeated or uh, not undefeated. They they have not won a game. Neither has ASU, and so this is uh, this is make or break right here for the year. You want to talk about a team that you know should be dominant? You've got to go win uh, the game against U of A. And I'll say I'll say this for U of A. I've been I've been impressed with what Noel Mazzoni has done there and, and getting that offense going with with Grant Goodell. Obviously, he had a, a shoulder injury a little bit, but um, I don't know if if he'll be back this week. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, it, I hate U of A, um, and my wife went there, and I don't talk to her this week. Her family all went to U of A. I don't talk to her family, and it's around the holidays, so it's unfortunate. But you know what? Desperate desperate times call for desperate measures, and I'm not even going to look any of them in the eye until uh, until the, that clock strikes zero, and then I'll and I'll give her a big kiss. <laughs> That's, that is great. That is what it's all about. Uh, you know, you mentioned it right there. I know ASU fans are always going to say this, but like ASU should be good this year. They played out a regular season. You know, maybe a couple warm up games like normal. U of A really shouldn't be very good. Like this should be a lopsided win for the Sun Devils, and yet. These games always seem to be close, or they at least come down to the fourth quarter. I mean, you've played in them. Why is that? You know, it's it's rivalry, man. It's uh, anything can happen on a rivalry, and you know what? ASU is thinking this is their Super Bowl. Well, so are the the guys over at U of A. They're saying, "Hey, man, we got nothing to lose." Um, you know, Kevin Sumlin has has struggled at U of A, and I I don't really know what to point at. 
you know, there's not really one thing that I can say, you know, this is this has been it. But they've lost a lot of guys this year because of COVID and transferring and the Schooler brothers left. And, um, you know, so I know that hurt them. But I think they gave, they gave up over 400 rushing yards last week to Colorado. And if you watch ASU play the two games that they hit, they've, they've done one thing, and that's dominate in the run game, whether it was Jaden or Chip Trainum or Rashad White. And, and so I expect all three of those guys to have a massive game against U of A on Friday. So, um, you know, I've been really impressed with the offensive line and what they've been able to do in the run game. In fact, they, they, they run downhill so much that they get flags thrown on them because they're all down the field all the time. And <laughs> that almost was the difference in the UCLA game because these guys are just running downhill. So hopefully they clean that up. But um, look, at the end of the day, it, it's going to be a physical battle. Neither team likes each other. Uh, and I expect ASU to, to come out with a, with a win and, and a lot of rushing yards. Uh, last one for you, just big picture in college football. Ohio State probably doesn't have an opponent this weekend, 5-0. and They're still in the top four of the college football playoff. I mean, as somebody that played college football at the, uh, the, the you know in a Power 5 conference, what do you think about that? Should Ohio State be able to get in the playoff, or do they need more games? Uh, look, I, I think the college football playoff committee has to look and say, all right, who's the best four teams? And Ohio State is one of the best four teams. Now, what I would love to see – is Texas A&M and Ohio State square off this weekend. Who knows if we'll see that, um, but I, I hope that they get a game in. If you're Ohio State, you probably want to, to play that game so that they can they can put you into that playoff without a doubt um, versus you know not playing a game this weekend and, and not scheduling anybody. And then Texas A&M say they schedule you know Coastal Carolina and beat the dog crap out of them. That's just another you know, win under their belt to, to go to the playoff committee and say, hey, you know, look, at we, we're taking opponents. Ohio State isn't. Um, so I, I would expect them to try and schedule somebody. Man, it would just be – it would be awesome to see Ohio State and Texas A&M. It's basically an ex- expanded playoff. That's what we'd be seeing is, you know, everybody wants to see an 18 playoff. Well, this would be a matchup that you would see is Texas A&M taking on Ohio State. Um, and I, I think they're both good. They both have great quarterbacks. They're, they're both well-coached teams. Uh, I, I would be, man, I would have my popcorn ready front and center for that. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Jordan Simone, man, great stuff as always. you got to do this again uh, sooner this time. Enjoy the game. You call me anytime, Luke. I appreciate you. Go Devils, man. Let's get the win.